check, check, one, two. Man, did I have an unexpected morning today? I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I had a very unexpected morning. Well, first things first, before I get into my unexpected morning, uh, Mo was sitting here, was he not? Yes. He was just, he was, he was sitting here pretending to do stuff. Is that what's going on? Uh Mo, you have a mic. What? Yeah, you have a mic. Yeah, yeah. Is it hot? Yeah, it's it's steaming hot. (laughs) (laughs) There's no camera, though. Mo is sitting in this chair. And and uh, Will was like, "Quick, pretend to do some. Pretend you're doing work." And it's just like really chilled cow. Uh-huh. And Will was like, "Okay, no problem." And he's like, "Yeah, look like you're studying." And then I I logged on. I saw him sitting there just before I arrived. I was like, "Damn, that guy looks good pretending to work." <laughs> he's an expert. I was like he he's, <laughs> he's am- my profession. I was like, this guy's amazing <laughs> at pretending that he's working. Nobody can beat me in that. That's right. He dominates that category. I had a really unexpected and weird morning. And and I'll tell you why, Will. And you have no choice oh, in the good. matter. You have no choice in the matter. You understand? Because right. it was that interesting. And everybody needs to know about it. I promise you. This morning, I had my first experience with you are being tracked by an unknown air tag. Oh. What? Who? Wow. I'm just going to let that beat play for a second. It is a really uncomfortable feeling. Like a very shockingly uncomfortable feeling Mm. to find someone else's air tag nearby. That's a violation. Is that a violation? Was I violated? I might have been violated. Yeah. No, man. I started thinking who's getting who's even getting tracked i was like is it me is it the kids is it you know yeah a vehicle is it like i started getting weird like i got weirded out okay dude i got i got so i usual uh daily kind of routine all right and that you that includes like grabbing a coffee and reading the news around say you know, 10 a.m. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, this time I go to yank my iPad out because I don't use an iOS device. I don't use an iPhone. I use an Android phone. Mm-hmm. And I know that the app exists, but the app is not preemptive. Yeah. Not passive. The app on Android, you have to know you want to see if you're being tracked, which who who's going to do that? And how often are you going to scan? Yeah, how often you loading gonna- the app. How often are you going to be like, oh, I need to check right now. I'm probably being tracked. Yeah. You it's just not it's not passive. You're not going to do it. Right. It has to prompt you. So this is a major sales pitch for Apple once again, because my iPad, on the other hand, doesn't need to be prompted and it'll prompt me. So not only did this thing find my vehicle that got uh, stolen, but now it's telling me, hey, dude, you're being tracked. And this, they also made the product. So. I know it's, a, it's a, such a weird, it's such a weird psycho psychological mind trip. Yeah. That, that yeah, they made the product that's tracking me. They're like, sorry, somebody's tracking you, but at least your iPad's letting you know that someone's uh-huh, tracking yeah. you. But it's weird because it hasn't happened to me before. So it's like this prompt that doesn't tell you much. It just shows you a path of where you've been tracked. 
Oh. And okay. and then and then you're like, okay, well, what can I do with this information now? All you can do is make the air tag play a sound. That's it. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. And I'm like, well, good is that? <laughs> because because we already know people disabling the speakers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh right. What good is that? Now what? How, how long am I looking for this thing? Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm playing the sound, but I can't find the sound. Yeah. There's no sound. But so, where where is it though? Did you find it? No, I didn't find it. What? You're being tracked right now. <laughs> what? I don't know where it is. This deep is underground. It? I don't know where it is. <laughs> is it in your shoe, dude? I your drove. Underwear. Dude, I drove home. I was like, okay, I gotta let everybody know what the hell's going on over here. Oh wait, so where was the iPad? At my house. So the air tags in your house? No, because I run a scan in my house. Okay. Uh, it's it's it it was near in the vicinity at like I want to say 5am or something was when it notified but it doesn't give you enough information it's like we just noticed this at 5am and I'm like hey 5am can't be like I was thinking is it like a delivery truck that had to had an air tag unknown air tag or whatever 5am what's going on at 5am then I thought what about is it like a dog and then I was like no because the dog is moving past it's got to have been locked in a zone proximity to your device for a certain amount of time. Yeah. But they're too vague about everything because I want to know, like, when did it start tracking me? Yeah. I want to know when's the first moment, not when you decided to notify me that something unusual has happened. Uh-huh. I'll show you a map of, like, this is when we first pinged it. And this no, is- it does give you a map. Oh, it does? Okay. But they're only willing to say that you are being tracked after a certain amount of time has passed in the first place. Because what if you're just on a subway train? Right. And right. It, it can't be, like, 10 minutes, 20. It can't be, I don't know, is it half an hour, an hour? You see what I'm saying? How long it's been near you. Man, half an hour is maybe too long. That's enough time for you for someone to find out where you live. And this is what's really, really, this is what's really going on for people right now is that they're not getting pinged fast enough. But if you're getting pinged, like this product is messed up. This product is wonky and it's not the first tracker. And I understand you can't blame them completely for it, but it is the most prevalent one. And it put it on everybody's map, on everybody's radar. No pun intended. So now everybody's tracking. It's too easy and too cheap to pull it off. And it's not its not exclusive. The tech is not exclusive. Anybody can do this at any given time. And I mean, thank goodness there's at least a way of finding out. And now I got to pay more attention. Now I'm going to be running scans everywhere I go because I don't trust the preemptive one exclusively either. Because let me, let me tell you what I did. I download the tracker detector on Android Mm. because on there you can run a scan whenever you want. Now, I know there's third party versions on iOS, but iOS just wants to let you know when it thinks something weird's going on. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm now running the tracker. And you two days ago, you and I were talking about this hardware device that's way more sensitive. 
yeah. that they're trying to sell on Kickstarter, but mostly the law enforcement is 500 bucks. I want to buy this thing right now. Yeah. The scanner? The uh, blue sluice, but the little one. <clears throat> is this the $500 one that people are commenting in the chat? This is the $500 yeah. one, but it's not even ready yet. It's just a Kickstarter, but it's smaller version of what it is. And it can pick up any, not just AirTags. Mm. Any using this uh, BLE. This low energy Bluetooth stuff, which is what these are all based on. And law enforcement is using this. <laughs> now I got to reach this guy quickly and be like, hey, man, I need some of this action. This is what mine looks like. This is exactly what mine looks like. Huh. And I'm like playing the sound, and guess what? I'm playing the sound, and it goes, yeah, the sound's playing. <laughs> it's like sound playing now, and I'm like, I can't hear anything. And I'm walking around the uh, different areas in which it's been identified. Okay. And I'm going around my car, and I'm like, okay, cool. So you're not playing the noise. So you could just have a disabled speaker. Yeah. Man, you've Dude, had some weird scary. things happen to you lately. With the what car. do you mean the world is weird right now? <laughs> the world is weird right now. Yeah, I mean with the car as well, and then this. Yeah, their whole their, this is their pro, pro. This is their program. Okay, so I find it on the on the, on, on Android. It's like, oh, there it is. Let's play the sound. Uh, okay, it has to be near you for ten minutes to play the sound. Right, you can't just start playing sounds on other people's air tags. Right. Well, you don't dis disturb the law-abiding citizens yeah. <laughs> of Apple law-abiding and so you got to wait 10 minutes and you play the sound you don't hear the sound and then it's over okay that's all i could do and it gives you instructions how to disable it oh pull the battery out once you find it or well, if you don't find it how long are you looking for it um how long are you looking for it now i need to be able to scan to a pinpoint mm -hmm. i need to go beep 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 i need to go right up to it yeah and on the Android app, it just gives you this like radar looking scanner with no map. Because guess what? They don't want you reverse tracking track. You don't want preemptively. Now I'm stalking stalkers that weren't even stalking because those stalkers were like, oh, I'm sorry. That was an accident. Yeah. What am I doing now? I'm checking kids' backpacks and stuff. What am I doing now? Well, yeah, this is a really difficult problem because it helps a lot of people, you know, with their lost luggage and stuff like that. Um, but then you get these really weird scenarios that happen often. I'm about to stalk stalkers. stalkers. I'm about to stalk the stalkers. Don't be a vigilante. I'm about to stalk some stalkers. Okay, don't do that. Come, 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 come get your air tag back. You come looking for it, why don't you? Don't invite them. <laughs> Uh, somebody in the chat says on that topic it's super easy to just pull out the speaker i mean that's the only thing you got and somebody else mentioned you should be able to track the air tag tracking you the same way you can track an air tag that's yours yeah. which is to the pinpoint yeah this one is like play a speaker well i don't know dude yeah play a speaker no i need to be able to get right to the location of it now that's why i gotta buy this third party product yeah play a speaker a little tiny ping ping oh yeah boom detached it's got to be in your car right it's got to be it's not it's not going to be around the house i don't know if it's my car or the wife's car 
Oh, I don't know if it's a backpack. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Man, that's scary. Well, you can check a backpack, but a car is pretty substantial. It but I'm saying, uh, dude, my my stuff is chaotic. What back? How many backpacks am I? Che what am I? Yeah. What am I? Well, am I turning the place upside down? Yeah, yeah. somebody put it there. They hit it. Maybe it's uh, your kids playing a prank on you. <laughs> no, man. Like this, this guy's unbelievable. <laughs> He's looking for a positive hater. spin. And they're like, oh, find out more about the AirTag. Uh, want, uh, scan it and uh, bring your NFC-enabled device close by so you can learn the serial number. Serial number? Serial number? I've got the serial number the hell out of your serial number yeah and then now it brings me back to that story about the new tile product which they're like oh no that unscannable now i'm extra freaked out about that and they're like well they're gonna be a five hundred thousand dollar anti-stalker bounty on it yeah enhanced anti-theft mode one million dollar one million dollar penalty what, what to the guy who doesn't even have a mill the stalker who, who, who you pe what are you gonna give me some fat insurance what is it anti-theft mode several components including an unscannable mode sick in better sick mo unscannable what would be yeah mo go ahead what would be the reason for go that? ahead mo i can't think of a reason for something not to be scanned go ahead mo so you can catch the guy so it's in your car the thieves steal the car they run the little one, two, three. Is there an air tag? Yeah, you know me, ABC. Right. Guess what? They don't ping this baby. They drive off. So it's like they're caught from thefts. Well, it's it's an ability to be go undetected if you're trying. But you know, you know, I know. You know, I know. Who's the market for it? Yeah, it's criminals. Mo. <laughs> yeah, there's no camera on me, so you can't. <laughs> I can. I can and I will. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to reenact it, though. <sighs> Man, that, uh, this really sucks. Hmm, somebody said metal detector. Yeah, but on a, if it's hidden in a Brings car or on down. a car somewhere. <laughs> metal detector, maybe on your personal items, is decent. It's just a weird, it is a weird feeling. Yeah, so, and then I was like, ah, it's got to be a dog. Uh, a dog. Someone put one on a dog. Yeah, and, and then the dog got loose and was just running laps around my car. Yeah, for like four hours or something. That's right. Yeah. Someone put one on a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> trying to track it. <laughs> trying to track it. I don't know, man. I just uh, very hopeful. I hope the whole thing is a damn glitch of some kind. I, uh, really, what my hope was is that, like, a neighbor or somebody picked up a, a thing and <clears throat> you know, <laughs> it's not pinging precisely or something. Yeah. And and so it's does it overlap with my devices? Is Tim Cook messing with you? I need people to tell me. I honestly, I need feedback on this. I need yeah. people to let me know right now if they've had any kind of experience like this. Because I went a long time with tons of iOS devices, and I haven't seen this. <clears throat> now, maybe people live closer proximity. Maybe they experience it more. 
but you got a, you use an iOS device, Mo. Mm-hmm. Did you get this ping yet? Not not right now. No, 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 not right now. I know you didn't, but I'm saying, have you ever been hit with this? Yeah, not not a, a unexpected, but I get pinged all the time for my AirTag that I have on call. No, no, not your AirTag. No, then I haven't been pinged by other <clears throat> strangers. Like somebody else's AirTag? Yeah, no. Wait, Kovu has an AirTag? Yeah. Why don't I get pinged by that? I guess it's not near you long enough. Actually, what? Why don't you get pinged by Kovu's? Is it because... Because, okay, so Ko- Kovu's AirTag. You stalking me? <laughs> <laughs> he puts the pieces together. No, no, Kovu's AirTag. Maybe there's like a dog mode. Maybe they can tell when it's on a dog. Uh, some people in the chat are recommending Light Blue, the iOS app. What's that going to do? <clears throat> uh, What's that going to do for me? That's going to pinpoint it for me? It's going to let me go right to it? Um, I don't know. This is the first I've seen it. I know somebody said AirPods can trigger this message, but AirPods said unknown will normally say unknown AirPods are near you. It's not going to say unknown AirTag been tracking you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if it does the pinpoint, but uh, someone says best way to know if it's at the house or not is to park the cars down the street a bit and then check for the tag. If it's not pinging, then it's in or on a car. Yeah, you move your cars away. Oh, move all your cars away and see if yeah. it's in the car. It's like trial and error. Try to figure it out. Yeah, imagine, dude, you're driving all. Okay, here, it, detector. I'm gonna run the detector I have right now. See if Kovu's comes up. Are you sure Kovu's is even working right now? Yeah. Yeah, it's not coming up here. I mean, I can't show it on camera. Yeah, I know, but not for me. Look. So what's up? Is he in like I don't some know. stealth mode? <laughs> I don't know. Kovu's stealth mode. Dog mode. Maybe the algorithm can recognize that the, we're always next to each other. It's like not Monday actually unknown. Yeah, like the, the, yeah. Like as if you had a coworker or something. Right. Is I it, did set this location as work location. Maybe, maybe. But all these unknowns go to show you like the the weakness in this thing is that we don't really know the extent to which i don't know i say it sort of feels like we don't have enough control and maybe you can use the app that those people suggested this light blue maybe that's gonna maybe that's gonna give me more proximity or what do you like you like this one better air guard someone recommended this i think it's android hmm can i read the description on this with AirGuard, you get the anti-tracking protection you deserve. The app period- periodically scans your surroundings. Interesting. Okay. So this is, doesn't have to be prompted by the user like Apple's official solution where I can just load it up uh, if any of my other iOS devices mention that something's going But it's really weird, honestly, because like my wife's phone, for example, didn't have the same notice my iPad did. Because all the different Apple IDs seem to be operating differently and how they assume whether something's unknown or not. Uh-huh. She doesn't have any air. She's not. That's not what the issue is. Right. But it wasn't pinging her. She never got the notice. Yeah. Which is like, okay. Why didn't she get the notice? The location. The location of the phone at that moment may have been a little right. bit further away. We're talking about like 20, 30 feet, right? Yeah. Like, oh. 
<clears throat> Scary times. Go ahead, Mo. I'm in my uh, AirTag thing, and it says notify when font found is turned off. So maybe that's why you're not getting it. But I don't know why that makes no, sense. No, no, no. You shouldn't be able to turn off the stocking mode. Notification. Yeah, for you. Oh. For you. I still don't know why you're not getting pinned. Anyways, we'll get to the bottom of it. Oh, yeah. People said my wife's actually tracking me. <laughs> She's the stalker. Possible, right? <laughs> Wife's tracking me. Okay, that could be it. No, that's definitely not it. I promise. She was terrified. <laughs> or a good actress. <laughs> right. One or the other. But no, there's no clue on that topic. Scary. Um, well, actually, I, I know it's not a fact, too, because I, I, I asked to see her phone because I wanted to see if it... Mm. She was getting pinged or not. Ex it would have shown her yeah. tags, right? Yeah. Did she get the notification? No, that's what I said. No, right? No. So it's definitely in your car. I don't know about definitely. No, it's not. I don't know. Because if it's in the house... I know, but go to my car right now and scan. You're not going to get anything. No, eh? Could, okay, now, so you're sure it's could be her her. car. Could be her car. I didn't move her. I didn't have time. Yeah. It's like Will's like got the, this pre-show going on and I like, <laughs> countdown and I'm uh, all of a sudden detective work trying to yeah. unstalk myself. You know? You think it could be a false alarm? I think it is. Yeah. I, I think it is, but it doesn't change the fact that it's, you know? We have a super chat for blue lighting. Yeah, light blue, search for tag, monitor RSSI signal level to figure out how close it is. I love this. Okay, I'm doing it. I will do this. Thank you for the suggestion, XDMG15, or DMG15. You guys are the best. I'm going to try to get to the bottom of it. Obviously, I'll update you guys, hopefully tomorrow if I'm still here. Mm. You know what I mean, Mo? No, and you'll be fine. Like, if oh, I'm yeah. still here tomorrow, I'll update you. You know what I mean, Will? Yeah. <coughs> I'll, yeah I'll, I'm going to run around with this light blue. I'm going to be just buzzing with this light blue. Very unsettling. <laughs> Isn't there like a... Well, you can put unsettling on this clip? Yeah. On this title? Um, you don't even have to say unsettling. Just like, I'm being stopped, man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Isn't there like a signal jammer? Hmm. Like, can a can a phone emit a signal jamming device like feature? This is sick, man. This is warfare now. So they they put their trackers. We put our jammers. Put jam the trackers. Yeah. Damn, dude. Jam the radar. People saying, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's end. I know the feeling now to an extent. Like, I don't know the feeling to the extent, but I know the feeling to an extent. So when these people come and those girls been stalked and then they go on uh, and plead with Apple to change what's going on, like, you can feel that now. Yeah. You can feel that. You get that? No. Imagine you're, you're like a single girl. You get home late at night. Boom. There's a tag in your backpack. It's like midnight. And then Oof. knock on the door. And then knock on. No, but it, you know what ain't gonna happen right away. You look out the windows. Yo, it's it's on you right now. Yeah, I'm staying over at my buddy's. Well, that then you gotta leave again. You gotta exit the premises.
Yeah, you're right, actually. Or you get home and the tag is already in the vicinity. The tag is inside the premises. Wait, but how how would the criminal get it there? They've been inside. <laughs> They've been inside? Oh, my God. They've been inside. This crime's getting worse and worse. They've been inside. I don't know why they would want to... You want to put it on a moving target. Right. Enclosed. Anywhere you could plant it. I think backpack makes the most sense. Yeah. What about an AirTag swap? That's the scary one with the dogs. What about an AirTag swap? Oh. Blam, blam. One, two. Now I'm with you. So take the AirTag off and put a new one on. Mm. But then I could track. Oh, and then remove the battery of Mm. the one you took off. And how long before you get pinged? If they time it correctly. How long before you get pinged that it's an unknown AirTag? This is my issue. I think you got to get pinged quicker. Yeah. I I don't care if it's annoying. I can turn I have the option to turn it off, but if you if you're a high-profile guy like Mo, you need to know in like 10 minutes. I agree. I think 10 minutes is reasonable. If, half an hour is dangerous, man. I don't know if it's half I don't know what it is. Did they are has Apple ever been clear on this? How would I search something like that? Unknown AirTag time limit. This is got this is key in the programming here. Yeah, look, 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 look. Go back up to the top. Seen moving with you over time. Over time. Over time. You will be notified in. What is that? Over time. I'm sorry, Apple. Not over time. Over time. Over time. Oh, maybe this is why she didn't get alerts. Location services. Find my, I don't know, maybe this is why she didn't get hit up. And then on Android, the tracker detect. Someone says 15 minutes to see the notification. But why right over time? Why? Why not say an actual amount of time? If an AirTag is moving with you. That's the scariest notification. Yeah, that's what I got. Getting this? That's what I got. That's what I got. It's not mine. Not my AirTag. If it stops in two locations with you, you get the notification. Somebody says. Oh, Oh, I see. Goes, so it's like looking for a pattern. Goes with you and stops in two locations right. and it's moving with you. And that will override the 15 minutes. But I don't feel like that's what happened in my case. Because I was stationary at the time of the notification. So yours is just time. Yours is just... I don't know. It passed that 15 I don't know. Threshold. I don't know. But this vagueness has to go away. We need to know how this thing's working. We really need to know from the manufacturer exactly how much time before this happens Mm. like what kind of funky algorithm they got going on in the background that they're cool with oh uh, you know over time and in certain regions and like we need full disclosure on this Mm. as much as possible (laughs) 
Big cities and small towns need different rules. I agree with that. Big cities, small towns need different rules. You're you're living in the middle of nowhere and there's an unknown air tag nearby? Guess what? That ain't no accident. <laughs> yeah. Big cities, small towns need different rules. But I would imagine the small big... town, I'm gonna need five minutes. And big city, you need longer? Yeah, because you're constantly interfacing with other you're in the proximity of other tags. Sure, but I, I feel so, like... So, so, so this is all about not annoying you, right? Oh, the, whole, okay. the whole reason for that is so that it doesn't annoy you. Yeah, it has to be a certain level. A certain cadence to it mm-hmm. that most people say, okay, I'm glad I'm protected from it, but it's not the most annoying thing in the world. Like, if Apple plans on selling these AirTags so they're all over the place, it becomes harder and harder each time to figure out when and where to ping you. Right. Especially if you're not in, inputting all these different places, home, away, office, yeah, yeah. this and that. Yeah. Will wants me to move on. Will no, wa- not yeah, me. Will wants me to move on. No, you, you need your moment to calm down. <laughs> Some people say I'd rather be annoyed than, than not know what's going on quickly. I agree with that. Yes. I think that should be an option for you. Yeah. Annoy me more often. Annoy me less often. Yeah. Should be your option. Yeah, there needs to be a better way to track it and also locate it. Optimus Prime says, please move on. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, so what? They're they're tracking. So what? Yeah. Move on. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. They're going to mess with the wrong guy. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be sitting up late. You, with, you're going to bring the muscle. I'm going right? to be sitting up late on a rocking chair with a shotgun across my chest like this. <laughs> yeah. Just rocking back and forth. <laughs> Don't come near I me. I like it. Don't come near me, all right? Don't come near me. Uh, Allegedly, don't come near me. Uh-huh. Scary stuff. You just have the good, the bad, the ugly music playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's funny this transition because Willie Do selected a Supreme Court story for the first one today. Yeah, I figured, you know. Which is it keeps things very legal for us. The headline, not exactly comprehensively uh, uh, covering what went down, but essentially, some at the Supreme Court have suggested or at least engaged in some dialogue around whether or not they are the right people to be figuring out how to manage the internet uh this or deciding upon the future of the internet now i can't say that this is all that surprising i think the reason people like it is because they're like people in these positions don't normally engage in that type of discussion that they're the wrong people for the job mm-hmm. And others say, well, all all types of other things. Basically, what this stems from is a court case that's currently ongoing Mm -hmm. in Gonzalez versus Google, and in which the blame is being laid on YouTube, essentially, for the death of this individual, suggesting that content on YouTube resulted in an ISIS attack. Because it was incited by videos published to YouTube, which weren't taken off YouTube, Mm. 
and in other in other words encouraged people to follow suit with a similar type of behavior mm-hmm. and that youtube should in some way be held accountable for third party content, content that con- their platform yes that content uploaded by a third party to a social media whether it be youtube facebook otherwise that there should be a responsibility on the platform obviously you can imagine the complicated nature of this in any sort of user generated environment where you're attempting to have uh, access granted to all types of people to upload all types of things and then at the same time you're trying to govern those types of things quickly. and also like the algorithm too having control of that you know watching like one isis video yes. would push another one and another so one. for example in this particular court case the suggestion is that it really isn't that it really shouldn't be blamed on the algorithm but instead it should be considered promotion mm. And that, yes, your, even your algorithm is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Now, Google, for their part, they sort of come in there and say, well, wait a sec. What kind of content would exist if we had to hand select and approve everything that was ever uploaded? It's it w- impossible. <laughs> well, it would just be a totally different place. It'd be like Netflix or something. It'd be way less content to choose from. Mm-hmm. And it would probably be more generic the type of content that would be uploaded as well as a consequence. Section 230 is a very brief law that immunizes websites or services for content generated by its users, assuming a good faith effort is made to moderate illegal content. Good faith effort, obviously open-ended. The crux of the case is that since Google didn't filter out ISIS videos, it was responsible for Gonzalez's death. That's the case that's being made. God, this reminds me of my AirTag situation going on because it's kind of similar in the sense of like, it, to what extent is it Apple's responsibility the way people go and use these things? Right. right. Versus did they do they via their software make a good faith effort to ensure mm. that those that could be at risk are being made aware that they're at risk? Every other industry, this is a a quote, every other industry has to internalize the cost of misconduct. Why is it that the tech industry gets a pass? It's a little bit unclear. On the other hand, I mean, we're a court. This is from Supreme Court Justice Elena Kagan, these quotes, by the way. On the other hand, I mean, we're a court. We really don't know about these things. These are not like the nine greatest experts on the Internet. However, Justice Kagan also noted that she doesn't have to accept the sky is falling stuff in order to accept that there's a lot of uncertainty about going the way Internet companies would have us go, in part because of the difficulty of drawing lines in this area. They want to pass the responsibility back on to Congress, although I'm not sure Congress has that much better of a grip or anyone for that matter outside the tech companies themselves or the public and the public's opinion on the matter to actually go in and govern something like this. Because who do you want to be wielding the hammer of acceptable versus unacceptable? In this case, it's pretty obvious. Oh, it's an ISIS video. Okay, that's pretty easy. But there's actually a gray zone there too there's stuff that doesn't necessarily fall that far on the on that end of the spectrum Mm -hmm. complicated stuff but i guess this type of language is surprising to people to hear anyone kind of with a sense of modesty suggest that maybe maybe we should be looking somewhere else for for this maybe we need different answers from different people maybe we need some other committee that doesn't exist yet yeah, like a tech committee. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Tough. 
Uh, Apple's popularity with Gen Z poses challenges for Android. Younger Americans prefer Apple over rival companies by significant margins, driving a generational shift towards Apple devices and social pressure. Well, we've talked about this in the past green, green bubble, blue bubble type situation. Apple is extremely successful with the younger crowd, and they have found ways to kind of take that crowd and and lock them in, lock them into a set of services. iMessage probably being the most prominent of the bunch, mm. although there's other uh, groups that are competing for the communication of young people like Snapchat and stuff like that that are st still pretty competitive. Mm -hmm. But you still need a piece of hardware to access whichever uh, connection point you, you, you want to utilize. Connector, messenger, social media, and so on. And Apple is just a marketing juggernaut. Apple is just such a sense of established tech, a sense of premium, a sense, like the, 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 the Apple store, the, the keynote, the yeah. media savvy, uh, product placement. Mm -hmm. It's just such a, an icon, really. And yeah, I hate to say it to the young people out there, but you guys are kind of prone to being marketed to. I look at Mo; he's younger than I am, not not as young as Apple cares about. But like, you know, McDonald's and Happy Meals and Prime drinks and whatever else. Like, I we tell you you need it, and if we do a good enough job, and if we give a device to uh, Lil Uzi or whoever, or whatever it happens to be, you're done for. You're done for. Done for. You betcha. You betcha you're done for. Oh. But anyway, like, listen, they also make good devices, so that doesn't hurt either. And in many cases, once you're, as we've suggested previously, once you're in the ecosystem, it becomes hard to get out of it. Because now you got entire social groups that are like, see you later on iMessage, bro. And I'm like, yo, you're not going to find me there. They're like, oh. I'm too old for that. Yeah. And the funny thing is, in my case, I came up on iPhones. So that's the funny thing in my case, but now it's more on principle that I don't want to chat in any proprietary place ever for any reason. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like I have a, re a regurgitation to the proprietariness of things, whether it's a lightning port or a dedicated messaging app that everyone's like, you have to use. Even so much so on principle that my wife who's on iMessage will send me video clips of our kids and it'll be all garbled mess because of MMS. And I'll be like, nope, I'm cool. It's fine. I'm like, it's really? fine. Yeah, I don't need to see this right now. What about like WhatsApp? On principle. I know I'll see it, see it later. Oh, okay. On principle. No, WhatsApp is fine. WhatsApp works. I think some people are fed up with the, the idea that it's a Facebook product and other, other, other aspects. But what's the difference? Like, you know, in my, in my case... <laughs> And I don't know, sometimes proprietariness, it's, again, it's not black and white. Sometimes that leads to better integration and an easier path for people to add other hardware devices, like ecosystem, right, for example, yeah. can be a beneficial thing. But I don't know what it is about messaging that just rubs me the wrong way, that messaging is not device independent, but device dependent. It seems like a utility at this point. And where I would love to see a standard adopted. And I know I'm not alone. Yeah. I'm talking about an actual high bandwidth, media-rich standard across platforms and globally. Mm. 
that doesn't belong to Facebook or Apple, mm -hmm. but instead is accessible to all manufacturers. Right. Call me crazy. Would be nice. Samsung says users will be able to clone their voice to respond to calls. We report on something this like this, similar to this, that Apple was talking about. Yeah. But what was that for? That was for mess reading out messages. Yes. So that you would receive a message and it would be read to you in the voice of the person that sent it. What? This is a patent application. Yeah. And all they need is like a little snippet of their voice. Like a deep fake. They get a sample of Mo's voice, right? And then via a call or whatever. And then from that point forward, every text you send me is read to me in your voice. So it would be like a voice note, but it would be a text on my end. You have now trained the synthesizer Whoa. how to speak like you that's so creepy cool dude and then eventually you'll just be like yo call some people for me and tell them all and and figure and negotiate this and then it'll just be your voice but it won't actually be you and i'll be like hey mo is this actually you or is this your trained ai this reminds me of like uh, people using ai to lower their prices on uh, phone bills and whatnot yeah, well, yeah. sure. Of course, you can imagine like where this would go, but then it's like, who is who? All of a sudden, you're a lawyer. All of a sudden, you're a oh, doctor. Man. Like, Mo is anybody at that point, right? Yeah. You're making all the best arguments. You're Expert negotiator. Yeah, Mo is way better than Mo all of a sudden, yeah. which is hard to believe, yeah, hard to man. imagine. It's yeah. impossible at all. But who is Mo in that, in that situation when the exposure that I get to Mo, like maybe I get the lawyer Mo and Will gets the party Mo. All the different AI versions of Mo's yeah. voice that might interact with you when he's not present, yeah, and you Mo's know, just sleeping. <laughs> yeah, Mo's Real out there Mo. multitasking. Yeah. Do you think it will do like an angry voice if you write an angry message? Oh, maybe that would Tone? be yeah. the ultimate possible. Yeah. The feature is currently only available in Korean as part of the Bixby text call service, which lets you respond to voice calls silently using a text-to-speech function. AI voice clones are already being deployed in podcasts and video games, but how long until they can be harnessed directly by the general public? So, like, well, I could do the ads for this show, but just it's actually AI. I don't actually have to do it. And then Perfect. the ad companies are like, hey, was that you? <laughs> and I'm like, well, it kind of sounded like we did it. They're like, damn it. Yeah, I'm like, you can't really. And yeah. they're like, we can prove it. And I'm like, hey, man, the AI said everything you asked for. But how long until they can be harnessed directly by the general public? Probably sooner than you think. With Samsung today announcing a feature for its Bixby mobile assistant that lets users clone their voice to answer phone calls. The idea is that if someone calls you but can't answer aloud, you can type out a response and it'll be read simul simulacrum. Simulacrum. Simulacrum of your voice. I, that, that is a very specific term which yeah. I have, I have wikipedia before. Okay. It's like a, it's a simulated Oh, okay. Version, essentially. And origin. Uh, so this is using Bixby Custom Voice Creator on the S23, S23 Plus, and S23 Ultra. But I think we will see more and more of this in the future. And who knows who's typing and who's reading and who's saying what mm -hmm. in the future. Samsung responds to mounting complaints about S23 Ultra screen defect. I saw a little bit of this. On social media, I have still not completely migrated over to this device. Uh -huh. Didn't you say they demanded to have it back? Yeah. Okay, so in which case, I don't even want to go through the process of migrating everything because uh -huh. I'm not even going to be able to have an extended use on it. By the sounds of it, I don't know. Maybe uh, Willie Do will sort that out. But it's in the bottom corner over here. Let me check if mine has that going on. This one probably needs to be charged at this point. 
for me to be able to spot it. But yeah, it's a little it's a little tiny wobble in the corner there. Is it an adhesive? Is it the glass over top? Many S23 Ultra early adopters are complaining of a screen defect in their new phone, according to posts on Reddit, Twitter, and Samsung community forums. There's something a little off about the screen. More specifically, it looks like the display has a minor deformity. For the majority of affected users, the apparent flaw is either on the bottom left or bottom right-hand side, though some have noticed it on both sides. Uh, it looks like it's in the layer above the display itself, to me. Like, right on the surface level. You can kind of see it. You have to tilt the device in the light like so you can see it reflected where it looks like a almost like a, a a melted type of deformity like as if you held the plastic over heat or something okay i don't know that's so how i would like, describe it there's like a wave that's how i would describe what i'm looking at here i can't replicate it on my device but that's how i would describe this image that i'm looking at would you agree yeah although it's hard to really tell like, to actually see it in person, like, to feel it is something else. Because this looks like like a little scratch or something. Mm -hmm. It's hard to tell. Yeah, and it has to be kind of in the right light to yeah. notice it. And it's mostly, like, it's right on the chin section. Here, let's play the video. It's right on this chin section over here. So it's warping. A warp is an, would be another way to describe it. You see how you can... He's using the light to showcase... The warp? Absolutely. And this guy just got it out the package by the looks of it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it something to do with the way that it's like laminated on there or heat being applied to it? These, this is guesswork on my behalf. People obviously aren't happy about a very expensive device. They want it to be mint. Absolutely mint. Uh, can confirm that every Galaxy S23 unit in this store, all demo units and my unit, has this defect at the bottom right part of the display. It, is bit, it has that weird look, and I'm not even sure what it is, a defect of uh, or just Samsung itself messing up. Like, is it to be expected? What's weird is he can see it with the, with the screen off. I don't believe I have it on mine. Not that that really matters or whether or not that's fair because this device is like hand handed to me from Samsung. <laughs> right. So they're maybe like, hey, this is a, you know what yeah, I mean? Just Gold sample. The binning quick. process or whatever. I don't have it here by the looks of it. No, I don't think I do. Yeah. But I guess some of them do. So yeah, That's unfortunate. Well, good luck to those. I hope they get it rectified. Mm -hmm. Tesla Cybertruck's air suspension spotted in potato video. Wow, I haven't seen the term potato video in a, in a really long time. Yeah. What does that mean? It means it was very low-quality video. Shot oh, on a potato. Okay. It's an old meme before you're born. <laughs> um, so before you had really fancy phones, well, you had phones that, that shot crappy video. Right. You understand that? I know this is oh a my God, history lesson for you. That's pretty bad. This looks like a, a yeah. video that was sent to you SMS. Yeah, you had a, yeah had a exactly. Because I refuse iMessage. Yeah, that's me. Because I refuse to use an iPhone. That's me. Uh, yeah, so definitely potato cam status. I wonder if there's like a potato cam filter. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. If you're really trying to obscure the look of something. But anyway, here is the Cybertruck rolling into the potato footage. Ooh, look at the way the color, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. stainless never looked so good. It also looks super high up, much like the uh, Hummer EV with the air suspension. When you have it in its, in its highest setting, that's that almost exactly what it looks like. Uh -huh. Also, quick update on Cybertruck. We did a, a story recently about LiDAR showing up on the front of it. Okay. 
apparently, that is no indication that they'll, that they'll be embracing LiDAR on upcoming models, but instead, this is common practice for Tesla for training the optical systems. They get a LiDAR reference point for training their cameras, oh, okay. and all their models do this in advance of, of release. So don't worry it's like too much wheels. about that. Don't worry too much about that. Was what would he, would, well? The community comes in with these with yeah. these. And like, li- listen, man, this is a community effort. Yeah, we're wrong all the time. Like, you can't be <laughs> like, like, like Mo. This is really important that you are capable of recognizing that the sheer amount of data out there and the amount of time that you have to cover all of it. Uh-huh. You need a community effort to get to the bottom of things, and that's what we're cultivating over here. You understand? And the community's killing it. Yes, that's what we're cultivating over here. You understand? You can with 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 many many hands make light work. Is that right? I don't know. Something like that. Many maybe it's many rakes or many yeah. pitchforks. I don't know. But that's pretty high. It's listen. The, the ground clearance. The internet at this point, it's. I would say it's actually necessary that you have many eyeballs yeah. on it. Many trusting, contributing eyeballs that want that are willing to get to the bottom of. It. I would say it's mandatory at this point if you want to get anywhere close to true mm-hmm. on anything. But yes, the Cybertruck is looking badass as usual. The potato makes it look even better because I can't even see the mirrors on it. You can't find the defects. <laughs> I can't see the mirrors anymore or the honker on the front with the wiper. So thank you, potato. Giant pixel. Thank you, potato, and it looks way better when it's in its fully lifted position. Still looks like a boat a little bit. That's okay. That's okay. I will drive my boat around town, and uh, I thought it had a, a strip light at the top. I'll be, they'll, I'll be, they'll be stalking me in that thing. <laughs> okay. They'll be like stalk the guy in the boat. Throw another air tag at him. Yeah. They're just whipping air tags at me as yeah. I roll past, trying to get it in the, the window is rolled down. Right. Here I just whipping air tags, little pa- in the face. paper airplane air tags, air tags on Chinese spy balloons just oh, dropping out of the sky. <laughs> Go ahead, Mo. You can't believe you said spy balloons. Go ahead, Mo. Maybe that's the air tag that pinned you. It was just a balloon above your house. <sighs> You're irritated today, but I feel you. I hear it. I get it. Man. Do you want to solve it right now? What do you need me to solve? Um, the air tag situation. I'm solving an air tag situation. Yeah, it's an I mean, unsolvable. Uh, if, you, si- if you need help from the community, it's an unsolvable situation. They gave good suggestions, and that's what I appreciate about the community. Gave good suggestions, mm-hmm. and they realize. If you're coming at it from the right angle, Will, that's what matters. Okay. Yeah. Most. You're coming at it from the right angle. Yeah. Obtuse triangle. Right angle triangle. Mm. Isosceles triangle. What's the other one? Acute? Acute. Easy, bro. <laughs> Why was it that both of you loved that? You both were like, acute. <laughs> yeah, we did. At the, at the same time, you both of you were like, and don't forget a cute. I almost <laughs> lost that one. That's like deep represent. in my mind. Don't forget a cute. You might like this one. I do like this one. I contributed this one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, but, hey, man. I don't know. There's so many news stories now. I contributed this one. Good on you. Because this is an obsession of mine, one pedal driving. Yeah. 
and the way Porsche approached one pedal driving on their vehicle and how different that was than what Tesla did. One pedal driving allows EV drivers to decelerate without touching the brake pedal while ramping up regeneration to recover energy, but Porsche thinks there's a better way. The Taycan makes greater, greater use of coasting only using regenerative braking when the pedal is actually pressed. Well, I mentioned this a long, long time ago. Regen braking on the Porsche Taycan is initiated by the brake pedal, which in your mind kind of makes more sense. You're like, oh, yeah, right. I want regen. I can regen on demand based on pressing this pedal. And the actual ceramic brakes on the one that I have are not engaged unless you press on it hard and they're necessary. So there's some really funky software stuff going on there to determine mm. when to engage the actual mechanical components and or when to use the, the regen. So you still want it manual, the regen braking? Well, the, there, there's an argument in either direction. The argument on one pedal is people are too dumb to manage this, mm. and we're going to do it for them, so we're on the max regen at all times. Now, I'm, a, I'm particularly sensitive to it because I have the Plaid model, boo-hoo, cry, cry, whine, whine, but that car, is, it, has, it does not have sufficient braking for something that's that fast. Uh-huh. This is, in fact, so much so that they've limited the top speed on it because it has these little brakes. Yeah. They don't, they and can. And the upgrade for ceramics is 20 grand. <laughs> Will knows. Which, which, by the way, is not that crazy for ceramic uh, yeah, brakes. Yeah, I'm not But you can't get it from factory and it's still not available. Yeah. And it, this is a really weird, I, I don't really care about it in this case. I'm not driving like an absolute psychopath. But the regen is mandatory and the strong regen is mandatory in plaid mode because you need it to stop the freaking thing because how fast it is. Mm. This, look how sick those ceramics look on there. Now, it's not going to be for everyone. They've been supposedly available early 2023. It said that for a while. And uh, designed for the ultimate track experience. But apparently once these go on, then the limiter comes off on the top speed if you actually do want to take it to a track. Oh, okay. Once you install these, it's a little software update, but it doesn't matter because the two companies have a much different approach with the pros and cons. If you look at a traditional Porsche driver, they're not going to be used to such aggressive braking from the jump on their vehicle. I mean, maybe they came from a 911 or something, yep. and they're used to having their own finely tuned manual control of these functions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned, Will, on your car, you have different software options than I do for decelerate or for regen braking. Yeah, where there is um, a crawling option. Yeah, these know, these that, don't even exist on the Plaid. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway. now there's a new option where it auto-brakes. So even if, even if yes. it's cold weather, yes, I have you this can option. enable it which acts like one pedal driving, but still using the brakes. The real brakes. Yeah. Exactly. If you've gotten used to it. Anyway, Porsche disagrees. They're like, hey, we're German. You want to drive your car. You need more control. You want to feel your car. And I would argue that there is a little bit more feel to it when I compare the Taycan to the Tesla. That's it. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't have the same autonomous driving situation. It's lacking a giant monitor to watch Netflix. Yeah, no, cool. I'm driving the Tesla. Yeah. But you hop in a Taycan and you're kind of like, hmm. They've been doing it. You kind of go like this. You kind of go. <laughs> get creepy with it. You hear that noise right there? That's what you kind of do. You get in there and you're like, 
damn, man, I feel like I'm in a cockpit uh-huh. and I'm like hugged a little bit and these seats and like it just feels a little bit more racing heritage. But on the on top of that, they thought about this a lot, how they were going to approach Regen. Mm-hmm. According to, what's his name? Martin Reichnecker. Reichnecker. This is a more efficient way of driving. He's the senior manager for chassis testing at Porsche Engineering. He said in the release because it keeps the kinetic energy in the vehicle. Okay, let's continue. The argument is essentially that one pedal driving involves energy losses both when decelerating and accelerating. So in the Porsche Engineering Department's view, it's better to allow the car to continue coasting after the driver removes their foot from the accelerator pedal and add regenerative braking only when it's actually time to decelerate. So you actually roll in, yeah. in the Porsche. Even with regen turned to its max, you roll. You have a roll setting, which is more like a traditional car. This re- restates what Porsche said before ahead of the Taycan's launch. Members of its development team told Green Car Reports that the car doesn't have one-pedal driving for both efficiency and drivability reasons, then noting that the driving characteristics are more closely paralleled those of Porsche's internal combustion engines. The Taycan is still capable of regenerative braking in 90% of driving situations. The release noted Porsche's engineers also view it as as valuable for other things, including avoiding the need for larger friction brake components to compensate for the added weight of the battery pack. Even a more limited use of regenerative braking still means less use of the friction brakes, an important consideration in light of potential European regulations on particulate emissions from brakes, Porsche noted. Anyway, look at they're going to say similar to tesla that you need the regen and the regen is what you want it's a mixed sort of system it just feels a lot different to drive Mm. some people are going to like one or the other i'm in the very unique circumstance or situation of having tested them head to head and they do feel way different you can adjust your mind to either one i've been driving the the uh tesla exclusively now for what like a month yeah maybe more i would say longer and i'm adjusted like the one pedal is no longer making me nauseous i i'm i'm just more subtle with it but i i there i don't think there's ever going to be a point where i feel like it's as refined as what's happening in the tight right right and that's just the bottom line on it yeah there is something very subtle and nuanced about the experience in that Taycan. It comes like the range is not there, the big monitor's not there, yeah. the big trunk is not there. Although I guess there it is if you get the cross turismo version of it. Right. But it's something about it. Well they've been I went to the steering is something about, hey, there's something about it. Go Mo, go ahead, Mo. <laughs> I, I was just gonna just say that like it makes sense that they're really good at uh nailing or tweaking this part perfectly because I was at the auto show this weekend and they have their 75th anniversary uh, Porsche for sports cars. So they've been making sports cars for 75 years now. Mm. They've got this honed in, Mm. right? Like Mm. the feel and when I drove your Taycan, as soon as you're in the driver's seat, you feel like you're in a race car. Somebody over here says the Taycan feels like a Prius in comparison to the Plaid. Are you not? What, what's going on, John Smith? What's going on here? Are you talking about the Turbo S model? Are you talking about like some base model? Like, what are you talking about over here? Damn, dude. You're right, Mo. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> you're talking about heritage right now. Yeah. Talk about heritage right here. They've just been doing it forever and doing it well. You went to the auto show? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. What? What? You're not going to give us a breakdown? 
Uh, I I heard about it. Yeah. Oh, he I, gave you a breakdown. I gave Willie do a breakdown. So you, you come in here and you do the show. That's it. And then you leave. <laughs> well, that's not true. <laughs> Just leave. <laughs> this guy trying to put me on blast right now. There's no story time. He's you. right. You're There's, a busy typically, guy. Typically, we don't have like. Wait, early what's mornings. going on right now? What does this show turn into? You put the two of you here, and all of a sudden it's we just start bullying. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't have time for us here. <laughs> Like as if uh, as if I'm on a beach somewhere. I want to see where the beach is. Will. No, no, I'm just saying you're a busy guy. Show me the beach. <laughs> Man, it was a lot of fun. There was like yeah, because after I shoot this show, then someone else comes exactly. grab me right by the neck and yeah, move me some yeah, other yeah, direction. Yeah. They grab me right here by, by the, the neck. neck. <laughs> they grab me by the ear like this right here. You know, you grab the ear and they pull me down the thing because yeah. I got another thing I'm supposed to. Yeah, you know, I got to shoot. Gotta do this and that. And day to day, people don't know the day to day. They don't know the day to day. Well, the stalker active. does apparently. The stalker does. <laughs> That's low, man. That's too soon. It's still going on uh, right now. It's not even yeah, solved. Yeah, That's yeah. way as soon too. As you told me, I had to roast you. That is yeah. way too soon, dude. Yeah. Here's a fun one. Damn, dude. Uh, this is much better here. Subway builds an EV charging oasis so you can recharge. Let's do this, man. That's fun, eh? Well, let's do this. You man. charge your car, you get a subway. Well, let's do this, this man. Mo, can we do this? This is smart for them. Forget about it. Your favorite place to grab a sub, or maybe it's the most convenient. In, it's joining the electric revolution. Subway is teaming up with Gen Z EV solutions to provide an EV charging oasis of the future so you can charge up and chow down. Restaurants need to look different, don't they, Mo? Yeah. We talked about this, but like, what happens to the convenience store at a gas station? Mm -hmm. Restaurants need to look like this, almost like how they looked in the early days of drive-through, where you roll up and the person comes on a roller skates. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like so that now. Fun, yeah. Imagine you roll up, plug in, uh -huh. and then everything's taken care of. They're bringing trays out to you. Trays are coming. The kids Music. are playing. Oh, it's man. like the drive-in movie it's theater almost. Yeah. Reminds me of uh, the Taco Bell, the futuristic one, where it comes in like a tube or something. Oh yeah, it comes from underground. Yeah, we were, yeah. we were well, we were gonna drive there. Yeah, but this is even different because just the layout, right? It's long and it lets the car come in, There's and you a, have all the different nozzles for all your charging needs. Yeah. I don't know where the actual subs are coming from. I think you still got to get out and walk over to it. Mm -hmm. Looks like a building over there. The Subway has grown to become one of the largest fast food chains globally with a. A mission of helping our guests live balanced lives through a wide range of menu options that allows them to make better choices as one of the largest franchise chains in the U.S. And globally, Subway is responsible for limiting its environment. Okay, stop. But what are you making? <laughs> I'm getting a whole press release from the president here. God damn, dude. We make sandwiches and save the world. They got 37,000 locations. So sure, they are unusually poised to potentially do something about this. Mm -hmm. Subway revealed his plans to partner with Gen Z EV Solutions Tuesday, which is a Miami-based charging infrastructure company, rolled out electric vehicle charge stations across the U.S. this year. Starting in 2023, it's going to be called the Subway EV Charge Oasis. Multiple spots, picnic tables, Wi-Fi restrooms, green space, playgrounds installed at these locations. Where are the subs? <laughs> They do. Well, is this just marketing, dude? No, no way. Oh, okay. Our partnership is a win-win for our guests, our franchisees, and our planet, creating dedicated space for drivers to charge their vehicle, enjoy their favorite sandwich. Okay. So I'm guessing there is a Subway restaurant there. 
but Somewhere. I just weird they didn't include it yeah. in the image. Yeah. Unless there's another image, maybe it's over there. Uh-huh. Bathrooms. You got to have some bathrooms, some subs, and it's some like charts. Let me ask you: If you had to walk into a sub, a subway, and by the time you finish, how long is that taking you? A charge. A- exactly a charge. Pretty much, yeah. That's pretty amazing. At the, at the current highest available rate, yeah, three fifty kilowatt wherever we're going. Right. That's about right. What's a charge? I don't have an EV, so. Well, it depends. It depends on what you're trying to do. If you're on a road trip, then like in a Tesla, for example, it will figure out exactly what you need and be like, you can go on your way now. Yeah. It doesn't wait for a full charge. Right. Okay. It'll be like now, now, now you're ready to leave. Yeah. So it tries to do the most efficient, quickest path, including charging as a thing that's timed. But on these new right. 350 kilowatt chargers, you can go from five to 80% in like 15 minutes. Oh wow! Yeah. So it's oh, it's gotten a lot faster. Yeah. Yeah. This one's fun too. Wilson's 3D printed basketball of the future is full of holes, but never goes flat. Oh, I'll take it. Yep, I'll take it. That is sick. Wow, wow. that's cool. Eh? Why did it, it take so cool. long? The ball was revealed to the world during the NBA slam dunk contest. How did I not see that? I watched the slam dunk. Whoa. I didn't see it. Yeah. So this is like when you see those airless tires. Remember that? Yeah. There's all these companies been working on this tire that can never go flat. Well, what would the basketball version of it be? I hope it's not so expensive you can never actually get it. I think this would only be for street ball. I don't think you'd ever get rid of the beautiful leather one in game. Uh, this is a prototype. Wilson has been working on a redesign of a basketball uh, via this prototype. It's covered in an intricate pattern of holes that never goes flat. Although calling the basketball airless is a bit of a misnomer, given that air is still able to pass right through it, obviously. But there's no pressurized bladder. There's no leather. No nada on there. Instead, it's got this like almost 3D printed looking pattern. I think it is 3D printed, right? Um, I don't think it's molded. Before Wilson brought the technology to the court, companies like Bridgestone have been working on airless tires. They brought the same reference point that I had here. A series of plastic resin spokes. That's what they did in the case of the tire. And they also some bike tires and things like that. Can we play the clip or no? Well, too late. He's playing it. Look at this. Oh, it looks like it's 3D printed, certainly. It looks sick, too. It reminds me as well of the uh, Adidas 3D printed sole that they did. Yeah. At one time with that sort of pattern to it. I could see some. Okay, I don't want to. Yeah, well, you're getting carried away here. Devil's advocate, way out of line. Um, It can't be official, like no, in the NBA. No, no, no. Of course not. I'm guessing because like dirt and grime can get stuck in there. Yeah, we're not. We're not going for that though. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Street ball. Street ball. Yeah. Totally fair. I like the. She got a cool Wilson sweatshirt there. You never expected it. Uh huh. (laughs) from wilson (laughs) i just didn't expect you know you would expect the corporate person there to be wearing something more oh i see what you're even though the sweatshirt is also corporate because it says wills like he's got the wilson on the vest see it's more subtle it's subtle this guy ready to do wilson stuff right hers is kind of retro or cool i don't know why anyway can we get this you want that i mean i think it would just be yeah the basketball in that you want that is this, like, I mean, is this a purchase? Can I just bring up a, a separate reference, which this reminds me of? And I, honestly, sure. I think this is very cool and, and 
like we said, street ball applications, no pump necessary. I don't know how long it re- keeps its same bounce. These are all questions. Does it lose its right. capability over time for other reasons? Mm-hmm. Does the sun kind of break it down? But I have a new helmet I've been wearing, hockey helmet. Mm-hmm. It's called the CCM Tax X, and it is a 3D printed internal uh Oh, you showed me this. Yeah, so if you if you click on the interior, I don't know if it shows a good... They call it Nest Tech, and it's the same. It's the first 3D printed interior on a helmet. And it gives a, a much different fit profile. They will do it in a completely custom version for you as well if you spend a boatload. Right. The helmet right. is already quite expensive to begin with. Mm-hmm. But it's like, an, it's like a nest. It's like a web. Hmm. And... It's this series of honeycomb 3D printed. We're seeing more of this now is what I'm trying to get at. And it's kind of firm, but it has give. Like oh, did with, you try it on? Or I you, didn't try it on, but you, I pressed you it. You squished it. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's, it's an alternative to foam in mm-hmm. the case of a helmet. Foam over time can become more rigid as it kind of dries out. Also can hold moisture. It holds moisture differently. It doesn't have as much airflow. There's benefits here on the hockey side. They've converted many people in the NHL, actually. Oh. So if you go to Gear Geek, uh, if you don't mind, you'll see that NHL players are famous for not adopting new tech. Yeah. They're just like, no, my thing works. And it's just so, they're so superstitious about gear changes. Mm. So when I saw the adoption rate of this new helmet, so go to view most popular gear. Yep, you just, that's it. And then, oh boy, you're fired up. You're just clicking away. And go to helmets in the top there. You're on sticks. Whoa, this is a cool website. So Super Tax X, look at it. 20%, 21% of the league is already using it. And it just came out. Whoa. So that's wild. For, for adoption rates, if you go to like any other category, they're reluctant to pick up that new tech right away. It takes a while for them to feel comfortable about it. In the case of the helmet, they adopted it. So maybe there is a chance even at the pro level that 3D printed tech makes its way into equipment. Mm-hmm. I don't think the ball itself, it just wouldn't even look uh-huh. right in the NBA. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, the leather ball is just beautiful. I feel like it would also whistle this ball. Like if you, <laughs> we're thirty-one out of thirty-one in a consistency rating. By the way, oh, shout okay. out Lonely oh, Lorne. Really? Thirty-one for thirty-one, which cool. that would be one hell of a shooting percentage in the NBA. If you yeah, had a game, bad. if you went thirty-one for thirty-one, it's yeah. a lot of shots, too. ChatGPT written books are flooding Amazon as people turn to AI for quick publishing. Dear Lordy. Let's just publish books that we didn't write. And just sit back and get all the money. Count the cash. Like, I guess how-to books, tutorial-style sure. books. Sure. Have you used this? Like, actually used ChatGPT? Yes. It's pretty amazing. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I joined really late. It's but. taken the world by storm. Yeah. Uh, there were over 200 ebooks in Amazon's Kindle store as of mid-February listing ChatGPT as an author. That's it. That's who wrote it. Good Lord. There's no requirement to disclose the use of AI. Well, I guess there's no requirement, but they're listing ChatGPT willingly as the author. Some worry that without more transparency, the technology could put a lot of authors out of work by flooding the market with low-quality books. 
Yeah, so much so that we forget what a high quality book even is. We're like, mm -hmm. I don't know, that's what books are. That's how I learn. Mm -hmm. I just deal with it. I take convenience. It's kind of like we did with content, right? You have the cinema folks, guys sure. like Mo, that sit there and say, why are you watching all this crap? Yeah. Why aren't you watching movies that end in F-I-N? Because, <laughs> what did you do? Didn't you like go to college or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, what did I hire you for again? <laughs> no, I'm not. I didn't hire you because of that, no. for the record. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did. Go. I went to Humber. Yeah, so you were over there with a bunch of guys mm -hmm. and sitting around. The creative type. Uh, watching film. Yeah, black and white. And cinema. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you come out of there and everyone's like, can you make a TikTok video for me? <laughs> right? Am I right or am I wrong? This is true. Yeah, that's Just basically. rolls down his eye. Yeah. That's basically how it went. And everyone well. was like, but, but people really care about quality and storytelling can happen in seven seconds. Right, Vine? And everyone's like, I don't know. Is it the same thing? Like, uh, people don't seem to be paying much attention. I'm not sure it's the same thing. I don't think so. And it's the same over here. Is that people will choose convenience. They'll be like, ah, maybe it's close to the real thing. It's close. It's like a hamburger to a steak. They're like, I'm still full, though. And you're like, yeah, but that wasn't a steak. Don't you think people will just know a bit better? Like, No, they won't because they'll be trained on the new stuff. That's like, that's like saying, will the young people today who came up on TikTok have an appreciation for your FIN? Right. Because they haven't really. That's like asking whether or not you want to read Shakespeare. Do you, Mo? Tell no, the truth. I don't. I don't. I don't. Nah, man, I don't. <laughs> I mean, somebody does, but it just won't be the masses. Masses get trained up on the next uh -huh. one. That's like you and MTV. Sure. Masses get trained up on the next one. And guess what? ChatGPT about to be the next one for the masses of the future. It doesn't have to be a book. It's going to be me. The guy you watch is going to be ChatGPT. Uh-oh. That wasn't me. I was Chat G B D. <laughs> you always like that one, eh? <laughs> oh. The rap. <laughs> oh man! Like, look at this. The wise little squirrel: a tale of saving and investing. Available in Amazon Kindle store for US two ninety nine. Like, I I bet you ChatGPT could write banger children's novels. Mm -hmm. Write a children's story about a bunny rabbit. Done. You guys don't read children's novels. I do. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Children's books are wonky. It'd be like, yeah, yeah. There's like a dream, like, hey, giraffe, can I please have a take a nap in your cave today? It's like, mm -hmm. wait, giraffe ain't not even in a cave. Like, you don't ask any questions in the children's books, right? Yeah, you can break a lot of rules. All the rules. Damn, dude, that's a business right there. I'm about to do AI children's books mm -hmm. and make an absolute banger. With uh, AI-generated illustrations. And then, yeah, and then my inputs, I just got to get better at my inputs. I'm like, you know what? Market research shows there's not enough elephant books. Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? You'll be able to figure out where supply and demand. Sure, where you become the editor. Where's the weakness? And I'm writing so fast that I can actually just track the trends. Mm. That's a freebie. Go ahead, people. Yeah. Go ahead. Start your companies. Gentlemen, start your engines. Yeah. Blah.
Well, yeah, this is pretty disturbing. Yeah. It wasn't me. It was Chat GPT. Go ahead, Mo. You you just looked really intrigued at that headline, so go ahead. No. Yeah, you did. No, no. Go ahead. I thought this was the same story and I got confused. Hey, Mo, go ahead. No, no, no. Hey, Will, go ahead. So there is a way to beat AI. Um, we just need to exploit their weakness. They? Yeah. Go ahead, Will. Uh, man beats machine at go in human victory over AI. Mm. Uh, have it, any of you guys played Go before? It's, uh, I basically did because I watched AlphaGo. Yes, and which one? The first Darren Aronofsky film, Cinema, F I N. Okay. Mo, Mo, uh, what did I hire you for? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's his first. Is it Pi? Yes, it is. Okay. Pi. Well, it's his yeah. first. Like, Famous I'm gonna one. take some money from family members sure. and. Go to a uh, remember film festivals. Uh huh. Oh my I, I god! Still go there. <laughs> you don't go there, huh? You don't go there. I do. I do. What's the last film festival you were at? Uh, it was kind of sad. It was an online one. My, <laughs> <laughs> my buddy's film got in. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know. I just it's you know COVID just also I know wrecked a lot of yeah. stuff like in person. So you got to do it online. You're on Zoom at a film festival. No, wow. it was a website. I don't know if that's a festival. You're right. It did. It didn't feel as good. Have you ever? Have you ever had? You a, still got the leaves around the name. Have you ever attended a festival on the internet? Like <laughs> we almost did the other day. It was a music festival. We were getting. Hmm? We were just getting bombarded. We were getting obliterated. Oh, the the rave? Tomorrowland or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? You just had it on back there, and then I was like, what? Yeah, is I was like, is it live, or is it replaying? I was like, it's... what is going on? And then you put it over here, and you forced me to watch it? <laughs> yeah. I have a glow stick in my uh, ear. And then it was like it was like a music festival, but it was also a seminar on how to, like, everything I'm doing wrong. Yeah. And... Yeah. Oh, what? They were lecturing you during... They'd be like, let's have a panel and explain to you why we're... Why you suck. Why we're amazing, and, and, and you can try to be like us eventually, but good luck with that, because we're pretty good. Good luck with that, because we're pretty good. We're just here at the, whatever, I don't know, rich people meet up. And then they, they got to go to, like, Tomorrowland, though, uh -huh. because it's youthful, or yeah, it's, it's very a surreal. festival, and they're very conscious. They're super conscious. Look at all these people. Anyway, it got me, Will, talking about this whole thing. Like, you buy a ticket, like you're going to Disneyland. Sure. But instead, you're a grown man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> grown men go to Disneyland. Mm -mm. But this is like, grown men go to Disneyland, but because of their kids, kids or whatever. Yeah. And No, or they go because they... There's they, the adult Disney. There's an adult, like, restaurants and stuff, but... This is like the suspension thing where the world, like, I don't know, Burning Man. Right. This happens for a few days in a year, right? And you're supposed to forget. No, wasn't it like a month? No, I don't think it was a month. Dude, it was a month? Not, not maybe this, but there was like uh, some sort of event that coincided with Tomorrowland. That was a month. 
I don't know what it is. Yeah. Oh, look at the outfit over there. 2019 review. Look at what she's wearing over there. That's there. You go. That's real life. I feel like this is most of the reason you go. That's real life. What? Because there's outfits. because there's one woman for every 17 men. <laughs> is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about the outfits. I don't know if that's the actual ratio, but I got to assume. Yeah. Yeah, I got to assume it might be something that's going on. Yeah. Man, people will just do extreme things. You know? They just do like it's just Why were we on that topic? There's a connection. Uh festivals, live streams. Fe you you <laughs> yeah. being on a Zoom festival. <laughs> a Zoom festival <laughs> sounds even better. <laughs> Are you there, Mo? Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, the festival's about to start. <laughs> you don't mind muting yourself? Or uh, Mo, uh, okay. Everybody ready? Popcorn? Yes. Okay, the festival's about to begin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, no bathroom breaks. <laughs> this is my, uh, uh, this will be the first screening. This will be my first screening. <laughs> don't worry i've been there too i can make fun of it because i've been there too i yeah. thought i was making films too all right <laughs> yeah. let me tell you something. and in the early days you kind of had to because pre-youtube and nobody, nobody was filming yeah. anything so you had to be like you know what i'm really into like i think video editing and stuff is cool and so like i yeah, i it was I, the wild west i, I want to have a i want to get a camera and experiment and stuff but what were you making what were you shooting everything was like a short film and then how would you show people so i'm allowed to make fun of it that's what i'm trying to say okay remember we watched that the first it. vlogger guy <laughs> who are you seeing in the chat no 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 yes 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 <laughs> and we were yes. talking about how like it was so long ago how would he have shared the footage and you would like, send yeah he would send it man. Betamax tapes to <laughs> Damn, his friends that's so crazy well it used to be you used to have the skateboard videos like CKY and it, it would be an actual videotape type of subscription in the mail you get a, a videotape and it would show up to your house yes I remember I bought a, a record I bought a Method Man Red Man record which was called it came with a VHS tape okay Look it up, Method Man, Red Man, um, Blackout. The the hit song or the single was Rock Wilder, nineteen ninety nine. You got you got the record and you got the VHS tape to go with it. And I want to say it was like a disposable VHS, like it was, was mostly so made out of paper or cardboard. Oh, what? It's like a one time deal. Can't rewind it. You don't remember Whoa. those? No. I can picture what you're saying, but I, I was no, not part of this era. A VHS tape that you can't rewind. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, you can't rewind it. No, this is this is like... Uh, uh, but you were saying it was more like a cardboard. Maybe, maybe I'm crazy. I might be crazy. Cardboard. See if you can find the actual tape that I had so I don't go talking a bunch of bullcrap. Uh, Rockwilder. No, no, no. Like, I want to see... Uh, no, change that. Blackout. Blackout, Method Man, Red Man, VHS. Like, I might be bananas right now. Yeah, uh, there, 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 there. Oh, wow, so blurry. One hour loop. Is that it? I don't know. I might be. Wait, 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 wait. Scroll up. Up. Hmm. Maybe it was a... 
Wait. Wait, scroll down. The suspension. That is the sleeve from a VHS tape. Scroll down. Right there on the right. Is it not? Is that oh, not yeah. a sleeve for a VHS tape? Looks like it. Yeah. That, no, that it's part. a cassette. That's a cassette. Like a cassette music tape. Oh. It was a, some kind of special edition that I got. And I, you know what? Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it wasn't Blackout. It might have been a different record or even a different artist. I just remember this happening. Anyway. I feel like it was a promo item that was a one-time play VHS. Wow, that's so insane. Which is just a crazy thought, isn't it? Yeah. That's very... That's kind of new age. That's very cool. Self-destructing tape. I don't know. I might be crazy. <laughs> you imagined it? A fever? I don't tape? think I imagined all of this. No. <laughs> you know? Shout out Shivam. He just bought us double doubles because oh, of, nice. of the snowstorm. Mm. We got to appreciate that. Mm -hmm. uh, so the man beats the machine. It's kind of like when they were doing the chess and IBM was like, we'll, we'll go against the grandmaster and everything else. Mm -hmm. And go is better than chess, actually. <laughs> I don't know if it's better. It's more complicated. No, 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 no. I'm saying it's better as a test. Yeah. For AI versus yeah. human. Because I think it involves like creativity. You have to think abstractly as um, maybe like a human. Huh? Somebody says, the tape was sent to me. I was being recruited for Mission Impossible, but I forgot my mission. You know what I mean? Like the tape yeah, self-destruction. Yeah, self yeah. <laughs> Louis Jason Bourne. Honestly, maybe that's true. Maybe I have like a vague recollection of a self-destructing VHS and I can't pinpoint what it was all about. You're actually a spy. That's why you're being tracked. Yeah. The <laughs> amateur Go player exploited weaknesses in systems that have otherwise dominated grandmasters. Look at this. You gotta love that. This human was legit. Kellen Pellerin, an American player who is one level below the top amateur ranking beat the machine by taking advantage of a previously unknown flaw that had been identified by another computer but the head-to-head -head confrontation in which he won 14 of 15 games was undertaken without direct computer support the triumph which has not previously been reported highlighted a weakness in the best go computer programs that is shared by most of today's widely used ai systems including the ChatGPT chatbot created by san francisco-based OpenAI. the tactics that put a human back on top of the go board were suggested by a computer program that had probed the ai systems to look for weaknesses the suggested plan was then ruthlessly delivered by pelrin it was surprisingly easy for us to exploit this system said adam gleave chief executive of far ai the californian research firm that designed the program the software played more than one million games against kata go uh, one of the top go playing systems to find a blind spot that a human player could take advantage of the winning strategy revealed by the software is not completely trivial, but it's not super difficult for a human to learn and could be used by an intermediate level player to beat the machines. Look at that. A glitch in the matrix, Will. Finally. A way in. I yeah. found a way in. Humans are crafty. I love humans. Yeah. I'm big on humans. Creativity. You know, it's I'm the only thing we got. The only thing. I'm huge on humans. Yeah. I'm investing everything in humans. Are you? Not everything. Okay. I keep a small piece for AI. Yeah. Small piece for GPT. No, but I like humans, Will. 
I know you do. Especially when we're crafty like that. We like we look for a little opening and we go, all right, let's take it. But, I mean, the AI is going to learn from this. Well, huh? stop it, Will. No? Okay. You better stop it, Will. So, yeah. I mean, humans <laughs> will just have to get craftier. That's it. That's the moral. Yeah. A tape, a mission, a stock. It told me to buy. I would buy it. Told me to sell, I would sell. The memory's foggy. This is a poem. Remember when Mo used to tell everybody to buy all types of stocks? What do you got? What's on your <laughs> what there? What's on your buy list right now? Buy list? Yeah. What are you buying? What are you buying? What are you selling? Not financial advice. Not financial advice. What are you buying? What are you selling? Uh, I will say I bought Apple at one forty mm. a while ago. Okay. And I don't know what it's at right now. See. Are you trying to post your wins right now? Oh, 150. You're trying to post your wins right now. Yeah. See that? So the reason you came on the show today was because you want to brag. <laughs> yeah. Got well, it. Okay, tell us about a big lo- a big loser now. Uh, a big loser. Yeah. You told us about a big winner. Tell us about a big loser. Cuz you remember the true the true advice is to buy high and sell, sell low, low. Yeah. not the other way around. This is, uh, none of this is actual advice. <laughs> I know. And this is weirding me out because this is actually true, but TD hasn't been doing too awesome for me. TD is a big loser for you. But I don't know. That's my fault. I. I What'd you pay buy. for it? Uh, yeah. What'd you pay for it? So invasive, Just look, yeah, it? zoom out and go to the peak. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the times I buy. <laughs> so you buy extremely high. Yeah. No, not 93. That's no, not a big I've, loss. I've paid more. Than yeah, that. Will, you got to go bigger. You're only six months, dude. There you go. There, there we, go. we go. Let's go to the high point there a year ago. So you're a 106 and you're at a 91. Oh, no. Give me, I've give actually, me. I think TD I've bought at peak, like 107. 107. You're a 107 on But that. I've been, you know, dollar cost averaging. You're, so you're a big loser. <laughs> on this one. Per, yeah. What do you mean on this one? <laughs> yeah, on this one, obviously, Bo. You, you don't have to qualify that. We all know in general you're a big winner. Yeah. There's nobody better when it comes to buying high and selling low. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> you invented it. <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, can you tell how photoshopped these celebrity magazine covers really are? Ooh. Is this a game, Will? Because people loved your game yesterday. Uh, there's a... Well, yeah. There's no game today. <gasps> There's a, People are counting on you for game mode. Yeah. I have a fun one. The last one. Okay. Next up. Apparently, AI can now look at an image and tell exactly how Photoshopped it is. And in this case, I guess it identified her cheek areas mm-hmm. and hand. Her hand and cheek. Now, maybe that hand was just like overexposed or something. Mm. You have Mo's attention because he spent a minute or two inside of Photoshop going really going cool. way too hard on the tools. <laughs> way too, pushing way too hard. AI would be like, what are you doing? Relax with that dodge. Dude, yeah. Bud. So they can tell a manipulated photo. They can detect the manipulations and have a suggested undo. So in this case, this person uh, made their face slimmer. So this is your typical like beauty mode type of. Yeah. Have an undo, so like a reverse content aware. Yeah, suggested undo, so you can see what what the real image would have looked like, or or potentially what it would. Now imagine Mo a version of Instagram which is all undo, 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 undo. all filters, remove. Wow, all original images, no makeup as well. Uh, 
What? That's rude. What is this? Original? But yes, yes, that too. Is the original the photoshopped picture in this one? Yes. Okay. So the chin got the chin height. It's hard to see. Was lifted up. It's not hard to see at all. The, yeah, the yeah. jawline was lifted up. Yeah. Wow. I don't know that I would want, let them do that or want them to do that, but okay. If you were well, I'm sure Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, she's probably going to a pretty penny. You're saying she has to clear it, though? Because I wonder if they all have a clause where they're like, you know, if you're going to go crazy on Photoshop, I'm going to need to see that and clear right, that. Right, right. Hmm. I don't know, because I know some some are against it now. They're like, nah, show the actual me. Mm, really? Who? Man, why are they going after Aniston so hard, <laughs> yeah, dude? Really? She's uh, probably, yeah, I don't know why her specifically. Is she like the most photoshopped or something? I think they made her. They just picked one person. It's the same thing. They slimmed out the face. The test... To test the tool within health, an online treatment service for eating disorders, put it, see, there's an, a real measure for this because people uh, are used to seeing images of like unattainable, whatever, modified, whatever it might be, and then receive it as fact. And right. then they have their, these standards that are not human, essentially, they're Photoshop standards. So there's a lot of talk on this topic, Mo. It's very controversial stuff. Actually, I'm starting to think about it. This is actually not a lot of Photoshop, considering this is a magazine cover. Yeah, I agree. Like, this is picking up all the Photoshop? Uh, or just for manipulation? Me, for me, it's looking like it's looking at the shape of faces. It's just focused on, on human structure essentially like probably uh, I, I don't know what this ai is is actually doing but it must be taking an image set of a particular celebrity and unphotoshopped images so like getty images from an event mm -hmm. and then regenerating their actual face shape based in 3d right and then mapping that against i see yeah. so because how else would it know because they definitely increased looking, her blue eyes like that's photoshopped is it? She has really blue eyes. You think her skin's this clear? I know, but that's just not the focus of their thing. They're yeah, trying to say right. they're making people look thinner than they are. I see. Okay. It, it appears to me. So if you look at the original image here, right, and you just looked at that in isolation, you'd be like, yeah, I guess that's Angelina Jolie, right? Yeah, yeah. It's subtle, the way they deliver it. But you look at the person on the right, god damn, she still looks good. Like, holy, <laughs> yeah. do we really need that slight <laughs> Do you I even you. need it? I don't it? think you need it. Do you even need it, Will? Because that's still a fantastic magazine. Will, you're cover. saying you need it? What's the matter? No, no, no. What do you mean, Will? I, I still can't really tell the difference. What? Dude, the difference is there, man. Look at is the image it? on it. Yes. They, they squeezed her face in. That's they not like her anymore. Stretched it back. That's not her anymore. And so when she has the more skinnier face here, right? Yes. This what is, is the it? Photoshop. What is Will talking about right now? Is this a scab? Is he scabbing? Does he work for this company? <laughs> what you talking about? Yeah, she has. That's her on the right, right? The original or whatever. AI enhanced okay, original. Yeah, yeah. That's that's her real face shape according to this AI. And on the left is the Photoshop version. Yeah, I mean, they they both look great, but I can't really distinguish that okay point, so that's why they or the squished face so like that's why slightly. they added the center image for you to show you exactly yeah, where it was squished yeah, yeah. so the bright yellow there is where her jaw actually goes mm -hmm. versus the photoshopped image mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so hover your mouse over the bright yellow section 
all the way out, go to the far edge of it. That's where her jaw actually ends. Really, dude? It's this right is here? this is deceiving when you look at it. Yeah, they need like a overlap or something. Well, that's what they were attempting to do here with the colors. I think they did a great job. To be honest. Uh, yeah, so do I. <laughs> yeah. Will's not liking <laughs> their not <laughs> Photoshop uh, uh, image. Yeah, attempting Explaining. to sh explain the Photoshop. Yeah. He's like, you didn't Photoshop that image enough. I need an AI <laughs> for your Photoshopped image <laughs> to help me. You know, <laughs> make her like, look like some sort of alien. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so again, according to this, oh, I get it. So this this tool aiming to detect, Beyonce. aiming to detect Photoshop was looking at how often on a magazine cover a particular celebrity is Photoshopped percentage-wise. Angelina Jolie Photoshopped 50% of the time. I'm guessing oh. Angela Jolie was retouched using foul in 50% of the cases. So FAL detector. Let's find out what FAL stands for. Well, you got to scroll up. We're just moving way too fast here. You got to scroll up to the beginning. We're, we're really missing the boat here. We're really getting too caught up in the images. It must be facial. Uh, let's see here. Keep going down. Should be in here somewhere. Foul detector. detector. Uh, facial face aware. Go ahead, Mo. Liquify tool? <laughs> it's a scripting tool. Yeah, but what does right. it stand for? FAL. No, you're getting too carried away. This search no, is back. trash. It was, it's going to explain it on the, on the, on the thing for right sure. There. What? What's right there? Uh, uh, can I dent? Yeah. Face aware liquify. It's looking specifically for that. So when or, you yeah. when you said, why does it look like it's only focusing on the shape mm -hmm. of their face? It's because it's the face-aware liquify tool specifically that it's looking for. Right, right. One tool in Photoshop which has one function. This makes a lot more sense. There you go. Yeah. And as you can see in this case, it's... But you're not liquefying the eye. I guess you would. Be. Why is there manipulation here? Beyonce appears to suffer less manipulation from this particular tool. But they pulled... Uh, what did they do to that eye? It's hard to tell in this case. Hmm. But maybe they're just showcasing here that some people just don't use it that much. Oh, right. Like this image wasn't... That tool wasn't used in this particular image. Uh, although they feel like it may have been a, a racial aspect to it where mm. the detector worked better on lighter skin tones. Mm. That's what I they see. just referenced yeah. there as well. 50%, mm. uh, how much is Jennifer Aniston? Did it say? Mm. 10 out of 20 covers, I think. So same, 50%. I guess they so were... You can't buy half these uh, magazines. They were, can't believe them. they were aiming at, yeah, there you go. It detected clear use of Photoshop's FAL in 50% of the samples. The most frequently edited part of Anison's face were her jaw and chin, both manipulated in six out of 10 images, where her, while her lower lip was altered in three. It has to be hard to be the, to be Aniston in this case, because I don't know to what extent you know about it. And then also, I don't know right. to what extent you're being persuaded. To which they're saying, come on, it looks better, right? And yeah. you're like, I mean, image is so weird. You're like, I guess. I, 
It's confusing, right? And there's such a crazy standard, and and, and she's making money with her appearance, right? This is her ability to keep getting hired. Right. It's all such a mind-bending experience Mm. and an actual face-bending experience. (laughs) Mind and face-bending. All right, last one. I just want to say on that, so I'm not necessarily blaming the individual. Like, it, it, this is a hard s- situation to navigate. Mm. Yeah. These tools are everywhere and, it, in, and being encouraged, and they're extremely capable of altering reality. But also, like... Uh, Very hard to push back on, Mo. Yeah. It's, this, is, this is not a straightforward thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, every phone is shipping with the, the beauty mode on there. Yeah. Or a lot of them are. By, and by default, and I'm glad every time I say, I go into a video, I'm like, damn, the beauty mode is turned on. I actually Talk applaud them off. when it's off. No, I applaud them when it's off by default. Yeah. But it's still in there. It's called beauty mode. <laughs> AI photos reveal what fictional couples' kids would look like. Oh, this is your fun one, Will? Yeah, I think this is pretty accurate. And so fictional couples, meaning in a movie, they're a yeah. couple, and then if they had a kid, yeah, this is great. That is exactly what their kid would look like. Yeah, right? AI has nailed it. There's better case. ones in here. So this is uh, Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio from Titanic, a movie which I've never seen, actually. I told oh. Mo this, and every time he goes, what? Or I say, I didn't see Avatar, and he goes, Phew. Yeah, I never said this about Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane that you still haven't seen it. <laughs> Don't get me started, dude. <laughs> Uh, Ray- oh, you brought Aniston back oh, into it. Oh, wow. This is spot on. <laughs> this is pretty good. Eh? Rachel Green and Ross Geller from Friends. Yeah. It's very Ross, but yeah. yeah no, yeah. it's right. It's correct. It's, it's, they nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's right. Uh, Sandy Olsen and Danny Zuko. Oh, wait. No, sorry. Wednesday, Wednesday Adams and Tyler Galpin from Wednesday. Yeah. Hmm. You guys watching Wednesday? No. I've I've heard no. only good things, but I haven't gotten around to watching. It. Yeah, people people say that that it's good for sure. Uh, that looks mostly like her, I would say. I don't see as much him in that. Yeah, he has more of the long face. She's got the dark hair and yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. This is from Greece. Sandy Olsen and Danny Zuko from Greece got Travolta in there. Mm-hmm. Good. What do you think? No, not good. No. Uh, Mostly him. Yeah, I would say so. Mostly him. It's whichever of the two has the stronger features. It seems like it's all the more evident features. Yeah. Hmm. Anna Scott and William Thackard from Notting Hill. Yeah. I see it. That looks like her. It looks like the daughter of Julia Roberts. Yeah. I think this one's really good. And it's really realistic. Uh, Her smile looks like him. Yeah. Okay. This is, yeah. Uh, uh, Monica Geller and Chandler Bing from Friends. Hmm. Weird. I don't really see much. Yeah, I don't know what this one's no. about. This one looks like a miss to me. Yeah. It could be, though. Like, sometimes kids don't look exactly like their parents. His head sure. looks so slanted. Why is his eyes not in the middle of his <laughs> nose? Or, like... Who are you talking about? Are you seeing that? The kid. Well, I don't know. People have asymmetrical faces. I remember I was I was into uh, NBA 2K, and w- one year the game added uh, 
like imperfections like you could just toggle a button oh. to make a face imperfect because right. otherwise the it, the generated image is like perfectly symmetrical right and all you would do is click it and it would just mess up your face <laughs> and but mess it up in like a way that like oh that person looks more realistic oh really because people are not symmetrical exactly yeah so it would just like tweak things slightly off right and become i thought you were gonna say like it would i don't know what it's called uh try asymmetrical or something like that see if it works like that okay well that one that one that one went a little too far the beard is getting messed up there you go (laughs) so click click this one let me see if this one vitals uh, cyber faces and i don't know I'm sure there was a feature like that at one point in time. It, I, I definitely, there was definitely a videotape that only played once. Mm-hmm. That's where I found out about it. A couple more here. Rachel Marin and, oh, sorry, Francis Houseman and Johnny Castle from Dirty Dancing. Yeah, I can see that. Big time her. Big time her, less him. Stronger features. Rachel Marin and Frank Farmer from The Bodyguard. Uh, I haven't seen these movies. Tough call. Well, Mo, these are like, this is back when movies existed. Right. You understand? Before your time. When there was such a thing as movies (laughs) that weren't Marvel or didn't cost $4 billion, $400 billion. I'm not a fan of those type of movies. They didn't cost $400 billion to make. Marty McFly and Jennifer, you know this movie from Mm -hmm. Back to the Future. That's a lot of her. Mm-hmm. I saw mm-hmm. the DeLorean. At a the lot office. of her with the eyebrows. Yeah. A lot of her. Yeah. Uh, Ferris Bueller and Sloan Peterson. Wow, you don't hear that name very much. Sloan. Sloan. Sounds, uh, Sloan. It sounds, it, Sloan sounds like a girl, 90s. some girl in high school in the 90s. Yeah. Has his chin, though. Yeah, it's not bad. Well, no. more her, I would say. Yeah, that's it. All right, we did it. AI, AI, what AI, what can't AI do? What can't it do? Yeah. Well, it need, I'll tell you, it needs to figure out my AirTag situation. Yeah. Where are you at on that, AI? Huh? I'm going to ask ChatGPT what to do about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, actually, we got good suggestions from the community. There's power in numbers, ladies and gentlemen, uh, including this blue app that Will's going to remember what it was called, blue something or other that I'm about to... Uh, download and investigate and I am going to triangulate and I am going to track and I'm going to get to the bottom of it and you're going to find out what happens light blue it's called you're going to find out what my results are on the next episode of Lou later tomorrow if I'm still around so we went for two hours bit of a cliffhanger on that thank you very much to everybody who joined here today thank you very much for all the super chats thank you very much to the audience the community uh, that hits the notification bell joins us for these live episodes we truly do appreciate it and we will see you very shortly very soon on the next one like I said if I survive later